avant-garde podcast episode two season one uh we got a special guest i'm jonathan pine and i'm here with jose vasquez yeah what's up y'all and yeah we got a special guest here uh someone that we've known for for quite some time um but uh somebody who's also active in the community and is a musician producer my brother. What's up, y'all? What's going on, man? My name is Marco. Marco. Up, I appreciate uh, Juvie and uh, my boy John, you know, giving me this platform to be on here today. Hey. Right on, y'all. We appreciate you, man, for coming through, bro. Appreciate it, man. Much love to y'all. Right on, right on. <laughs> so, uh, what you guys been up to? Uh, this whole quarantine shit, what you guys is... I mean, I'm just trying to break the ice. Yeah, with, yeah, with no, this I hear shit, you. So. Yeah. How's the quarantine been treating you guys? Oh man, for me personally, uh, it's been been With a struggle, man. Shit. Been a struggle yeah, a little it's bit. Been a little struggle and shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, just some fam stuff going on. Like you know, I'm sure everybody's dealing with it right now, and uh, you know, that's not always easy. But you know, just you know, trying to stay positive with everything going on because it's definitely the other people who got it worse than me. So. You know, just trying to, just trying to stay level-headed and all that, man. How about y'all, though? Uh, yeah. Same with me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's, like, some financial stuff happening <laughs> with my fam because of all this, like, mm-hmm. it sucks. There's uh, a lot of people unemployed right now. And Tell me about that shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man, that shit's... Some haven't even, um, I've been kind of monitoring the news and some of them haven't even getting their checks yet mm-hmm. even having trouble applying and like I, that just makes me think like what our system's kind of I don't know man it's, it's lagging behind yeah. we need to do something to upgrade it mm-hmm. this is preventable like all this stuff that's been happening but yeah mm-hmm. how about you John bro yes sir uh, man, this whole quarantine thing, for me, honestly, it's just, uh, just been a mental, I think it's good with the family, but it's just been, like, <clears throat> keeping your head in the game, and just, uh, yeah, just, you know, keeping a level head on your shoulders, mm-hmm. and just, you know me, man, I try to, uh, see things from different perspectives, always, yeah. and I'm always, like, uh, yeah, so, Everything's been good with me, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, we're glad to have you on. Finally, have you on the show, and mm-hmm. honored to have you as our uh, episode two. That's yeah, what I'm excited, show, man. for show. sure. Episode <laughs> two. So, uh, yeah, let's get into um, like your background. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you got into doing like traditional. Like music, like mm-hmm. you started playing the trumpet. Just yeah. talk a little bit about that, like okay. you know, APG um, days and just like you know, your <laughs> okay. music and just like just yeah. growing up and just like hearing records that your 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 pops and your mom, and, mm-hmm. you know. Damn man, um, you know, music's always been in my family, man, since I was you know a kid. Um, you know, back in Nicaragua, my great grandfather, man, he has his music school named after him. And it's like a lot of uh, a lot of artists from Nicaragua has came through that school, and you know it's kind of a well known school out there up in uh, in our in our city out there in Nicaragua. But uh, so my great grandfather, man, he played trumpet. You know he passed it down to his son, and then you know that being my grandpa, he passed it down to all his sons and shit. So I got you know maybe three uncles right there that. My, no, two two uncles and my pops that, you know, grew up playing trumpet and all that too. So when I was young, you know, they introduced me when I was maybe in uh, maybe second grade, man. So I was playing trumpet from second grade to maybe about maybe about junior year in high school, man, senior year in high school. But uh, you know, I kind of start, you know, I kind of lost. How should I say this? You know, lost like a little uh, lost touch. Yeah, lost touch a little bit with the music, man. You know, just growing up and 
listen to hip hop and shit, and then we were out there playing classical, man. You know, I was trying to, I wasn't trying to do all that. Yes, sir. So you know, but luckily I found my way back to music with, uh, you know, being around, you know, John, Jose, you know, homeboy Mike and Venup and all that. You know, so just being around music got me back to trying to learn how to produce. So, you know, uh, I got back. I got back. Actually, I got into producing maybe 2015. Got my little studio and shit, and just been making music ever since, man. You know, luckily with the tutelage from you know our homeboys and all that. Hey, okay. <laughs> so, um, what would you say uh, your music musical influences like? Yeah. Um, musical influences, man. Uh, I grew up on a lot of soul music, man. Like, yeah. Talk to us a lot about of that. soul like, music. What kind, man. Like, what kind of artists we're talking uh, about? Man, Marvin Gaye, man. Ooh, Marvin yeah. Gaye. Um, okay. A lot of Luther Vandross, yeah. you know. Um, a lot of Bay Area soul artists, you know, Sly and the Family Stone, Confunction, Tower of Power. Mm-hmm. You know, I love all that stuff, man. Uh, you know, I, you know, I remember my pops playing, playing one hundred and six back in the days. I used to tell him, man, put on K, put on KBLX, man. I'm trying to, trying to hear some Luther, some yeah. some Marvin, you know. But you know, so that's what I was listening to a lot growing up, and then you know, I started transitioning to hip hop, man. Like, you know, just. I remember being in kindergarten, man, like, with my cousins, man, we'd be slapping that, uh, Chronic 2001, like, young kids, man, kindergarten, man, doing homework to that, like, the explicit version of that album. Yeah. Just played it back and, back and forth, man, and, you know, just... Who, who is the artist that, like, captured you into hip-hop? Like, you're like, damn, this is a sick-ass genre to listen hmm. to. Man, for me, I, I gotta say Pac, man. I've listened to Pac forever, man. I remember one of the early CDs I ever bought was All Eyes on Me. I remember I caught that at the Warehouse Music up in uh, Tanfer and Mall on the upstairs. I remember from the series, man, they had a Warehouse Music there. I remember copying that, the explicit All Eyes on Me, man, yeah. and then putting that in the CD player when I got home and just like, just that shit blowing my mind, man. You rest know, in peace, man. Yeah, rest in peace, yeah. Pac, man. Definitely wish he was still alive, man. You know, because, you know, we need him. We need people like him now, especially with everything going on. Mm-hmm. It's the truth, man. It's the truth. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we talk about your musical influences. Mm-hmm. Um, describe the type of music you make damn um I, you know it's the influences of hip hop and but I still feel like my music it comes from soul like I think it's it just comes out that way um cause I like to feel what I make you know I don't try to go out there and um have um an idea of something I'm trying to make it's just however I feel it man like, I really try to s- sit down and um, try to express myself with the stuff I try to play. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, hip-hop, soul, R&B, you know, I think that's kind of the the stuff that I tend to, tend to make. Do you think that comes from, like, feeling the music comes from playing an instrument? Like, having that mm. background? Or not, not so much like yeah, just maybe, I, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'd say it, it definitely helps, man. You know, having a different understanding of uh, actually playing an instrument. So I guess it kind of, you know, my I'm more. Um, what should I'm trying to say? I'm more. I don't know. I, I try to pay attention to other instruments. I guess. Okay. Was what, what I'm trying to say. I see. Um, <laughs> you guys uh, did jazz, right? Jazz band. Uh, I wasn't in jazz band. I did jazz band. He did concert. He did. Yeah, uh, I just did the regular stuff, man. He did like advanced. Um, just yeah. yeah How just, was that? Yeah. You're like you guys went to 
high school doing band together? Actually, middle school, man. Uh, middle school. We, we went. We yeah, we actually that. no, we did. We did one year in high school, bro. Don't don't forget to tell them about the the uh oh, the L A trip. Yo. The L A trip, bro. Okay, so yeah, tell yeah. about. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, from sixth to eighth grade, we both mm-hmm. stayed in uh, regular band. Yeah. And then, I think it was like seventh and eighth. I did like jazz band mm-hmm. or some shit, right? Uh, but we kind of stuck with, uh, you know, playing instruments yeah. until I did it until freshman year. Mm. There weren't too many. Like I, I think I was telling Jose, there wasn't too many pe- like trombones there, so I wasn't used to. Being the only one there, mm. so right. it was kind of different. But uh, anyways, yeah, going to freshman year, freshman year we were uh, yeah Disneyland man. Tell, yeah, man. Tell, tell them about the tell them about the trip. Man, we went out there just to perform at some some competition. Man. Anaheim, right? Yeah, in Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim. Anaheim. Like different LA schools, school? man. Yeah, different schools. Play a random piece of uh, music and to see how well we would perform. Yeah, it was like real strict. At her, real strict. Thing, at her man. first time doing it, it I was weird. Oh, shit, it yeah, was weird, bro. Yeah. It was definitely it's an experience, man. Yeah. Because you know you see all these schools here and like okay, man, this is kind of serious. I think I had a solo, bro. I had a solo that oh. trip. I remember because I was like maybe second second trumpet on that thing and uh, you had a solo, bro. And then when it was coming to my part, I remember they had to. You know, if you did the solo, you have to raise your stand and you have to stand up yeah. while everyone else is sitting down playing their thing. And I, I had I, a big chunk, bro, of a solo that luckily it came out cool. But that was like my height, I guess, with, yeah. when it came to band, bro. Like, <laughs> ever since then, I was like, oh, third trumpet and shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, other other people stepping up and all that. I wasn't really trying to practice like that, man. Yeah. You know, I ended up quitting to play baseball and <laughs> stuff. So. Yeah. You know, it's all good though. But, uh, uh, we had a, a incident that took place at the hotel. <laughs> oh man, we could do that. Okay. <laughs> we gonna do that, bro. We have to. We have to. We have to hear what the story is, bro. Man, to, I mean, you, you don't have to name names. Name names, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so somebody that we were with, we had another person that we were rooming with. It was us three, me, Marco, yeah, and this person. And uh, I guess we just went all went out one night, and then we're just uh, we went out to go eat at uh-huh. this Italian joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like spaghetti and meatballs, mm-hmm. and we you guys ordered like pizza and like Something salads like that, and yeah. everything that comes with it. So when we get home back to the hotel, uh, they're just watching TV and just fucking around in the room, right? And then I go straight to the bathroom. You know, I gotta go. I gotta take you know, take yeah. it up. And uh, after you know, after I after I get done with that, uh, I basically realized that I flooded the toilet, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, I didn't want to tell these guys like <laughs> this shit was flooded, bro. So this shit was oh, overflowed, dog. Oh like, my god, bro. it overflowed <laughs> to like. It was like until it bathroom, was dripping bro. downstairs, they had to have somebody come in while we were sleeping and suck it up and carpet yeah. it and vacuum that bitch overnight. But oh my god, dude! That shit was yeah, that shit was uh. That bathroom was flooded. It was a motherfucker. It was flooded, dude. bro. They were helping me scoop the, the, <laughs> the scoop garbage, the poop water with the garbage. The tub, no, that was so fucking bad. That was wild, man. That, that was man. You I can't think, write. You can't write that shit, bro. That's, yeah. That shit's. Yeah, I can't forget, but... I think we lied to the teacher, right? Did we tell him, like, oh, I think uh, the towel fell in the... <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, some shit. It was like, yeah, one of those hand towels fell in the towel. I don't want to say, yeah. See it I don't want to say, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, fuck it, dude. You know, we but yeah, they have my you. back on that one, man. Yeah. I appreciate that, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, y'all were real ones for that. But anyways, uh, let's talk about... Your identity. Let's talk about you being half Filipino, half Nicaraguan, okay, right? Okay. Um, I know you went to the Philippines mm-hmm. uh, early on, man. Like when I first when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that that experience and like how it changed your perspective. 
damn, it was, it was very humbling, man. Like, right when I got into that airport, man, landed in the Philippines, man, you just, you know, just the heat, <laughs> the heat of the, of the, the country, man, like, you feel it right when you step toes, like, out of that plane. Man, I remember, man, you know, uh, we had some family pick us up from the airport, and then we just, we was just driving, you know, just driving, like, and the baby tried to get some breakfast or something. And you just, like, see people walking the streets and shit, man. Like, no shoes and, you know, it's just it's just crazy. It's surreal to see, man. You know, we have our issues at home, you know, up in, in the city and all that. But to see it at that level, man, to see how many people live that way. Extreme. Yeah, extreme poverty, man. Like, they built their house, like, out of nothing, man. Like, you know electricity bro they don't they go without electricity for like how many days and stuff and you know just basic stuff water bro like you can't even drink the water there <laughs> like it's just wild man you see kids selling you see kids selling stuff man just to make a couple of bucks man for the fam it was it was sad man it was real sad but you know it made me come back home man with a new perspective and shit you know it's like there's always somebody out there that got it worse than you man so you got to be grateful you know with everything you got right now you know you know i was out there for a month man and you know it was tough to come back it was tough to come back man but i hope you know i hope i'm able to go back man see some fan you know you still got family out yeah, there. Yeah, I still got a lot yeah, of family out that. there, man. Okay. Um, you know, I got my grandma's sister out there, and she's damn near 90-some, dude. You know, hella skinny, bro. Like, it's just crazy, man. You know, my grandma, she's going through a lot of uh, health issues right now, man. Okay. So, it's like, like her, she has dementia, bro. Yeah. So, it's like, she won't even remember it's me tough, anymore, bro. bro. Yeah, that's just tough. Like, you know, that's crazy, man. She don't, you know, it's trippy, man. Grandma never got to see her sister again and shit like that. You know, she hasn't been back home really since they've been out here. So, you know. Yeah, big respect to your grandma, man. Right on, man. Appreciate Definitely, it, man. man. So, um. What does it mean to you to be, uh, you know, representing both both mm. sides of the spectrum? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the man, you have the the Latinx, <laughs> you know, yeah, with, with the Asian Southeast Asian mm. kind of thing going, or the Pacific <laughs> Islander thing mm. going. Like you're representing two things, it's man. Same. So that's that's powerful to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, the struggle of both sides, Definitely. man. You know, mm-hmm. our, you know, our people on both sides been through a lot. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I wish I kind of knew more of my Nicaraguense side and stuff like that, man. You know, uh, I don't really know a whole lot, you know, because I, I never got to go back. I never got to go there, man, and. Uh, you know, we don't really have the best relationship, you know, throughout my Nicaraguense side, man. So, you know, we don't know how things are, how they live really back home, man. And, you know, I'm just like cut off from everything really that way. So, you know, I know it's going to be tough, you know, going out there, man. But, you know, I, I got to see it. I got to see it, man. Yeah. Uh, so just talk to us a little bit. I mean... We know that you you're pretty active in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk to us about um, what you do and why you do it. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, well, first, I gotta give a shout out, man, to why I even got involved, man. I gotta give um, my respects to the Frisco Five, man. Shout out to yeah. Frisco Five. Shout they were on a. 17-day hunger strike, man, in front of the Mission Police Station, demanding that the police chief at the time, Greg Sir, you know, be charged with murder, man, because he's he's the guy at the top, and his 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 people are man are out here killing black and brown people, man, with no with no uh, repercussions, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what sparked really my interest in um, 
you know, community, community stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't really know the correct term, but, uh, you know, first off, that's how I got involved with it. You know, um, I'm out there, you know, on the front, front lines, man, the protests, man, trying to not necessarily, like, I'm not calling myself the leader, calling the shots with these protests, man, but my main objective, really, what I try to do is make sure everybody else is safe. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people, when they go to their protests, the the first time, a lot of the times, you know, their first time seeing certain things. And then, because um, I remember how I felt, you know, going through the situation for the first time. So I just want to make sure that we all get home at the end of the day. But at the same time, we got to, you know, we got to use our strength as a people, man, to let these fucking people know that we're not going to be taking this shit no more. You know, if we unite as a people, man, we overthrow these motherfuckers. And I think we just got to realize our strength, you know, and what can be done by putting pressure on these corporations and, you know, on these big businessmen. We got to we gotta keep applying pressure, man, till we, till we see some significant change, bro. Talk to us about um, just your experiences um, at protests, like oh. what have they been? Man, my experience, bro. Um, it's it's you know, it's hard to see some of the stuff I see like there, man. These are people. You see people um, just. Begging for equality, bro. They're not, you know. Imagine if black people were trying, were wanting revenge, man. Imagine that. If they were wanting revenge, these people just want to be equal, bro. That's all they're asking, man. And it's just surreal that there's so much pushback on just just wanting equality, bro. Like, it's just insane, man. And it lets you know how how far we are still. You know? It's... Just that same, uh, same shit, different day. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly, man. Um, it's, it's... It's disheartening, man, seeing... seeing some of these things, man. Seeing... People getting, like, people who are just, like, not trying to start anything, man. These people protesting just for their rights, man, and getting pepper sprayed and tear gassed, man. Like, um, the protests out in Oakland that uh, me and Venom went to, bro, like, yeah. we felt tear gas, bro, like, that... You know, I couldn't breathe, bro. Like, the tear gas, man, was just another level. Like, we we had to leave, man. That was my first time experiencing it, like, that strong, bro. Ain't that crazy, man? They've been shooting those things at peaceful protesters. Yeah, man. That's crazy, dude. People with their hands up, bro. Yeah. And, you know, you see people out there telling the cops, kneel with us, kneel with us, man. Like, that pissed me off, bro. <laughs> It pisses me off, man. It's you always see, show. You, it's, it is all a show, man. You see these... Okay, the cops gonna kneel, but that's not gonna stop them, man, from fucking mm-hmm. sh- shooting rubber bullets at you later. You know? Damn, man. It's, it's disheartening, bro. But at the same time, it's powerful, man. Powerful, like, all these people coming out, man. And... Letting their voice be heard and, you know, I'm just not a right way to protest, but just like, you know, just, just using the freedom to use their voice, man. Like, it's a powerful thing. The this other international, bro. Yeah, man. That's so, like, it's a trip, man. Yeah, it's, it's I've seen. amazing to see that, like, mm-hmm. interconnectedness on mm-hmm. such an important issue. Yeah, man, like. 
I seen a mural in Syria, bro. Syria, you know what they're going through out there, man. And yeah. they have a mural of George Floyd out there, bro. Like, you man, right there. That's powerful, that's bro. Powerful, for sure. That's powerful, man. What is well? What is your advice to like up and coming protesters? Just to be like safe out there. Man, to be safe, man. Uh, I recommend just going with going somebody, going with somebody you trust, man. I think that's an important thing, um, and just knowing what to look for, knowing like seeing these people who are agitators, man. Yeah, like, it's definitely out there. Yeah, it's like you got to pay attention, man. There's undercovers out there mm-hmm. knocking shit over. And then you do the same thing, and then you get you get not you get uh, caught up in shit, man. There's always some uh, there's always folks out there trying to make us look bad and all that. Um, you know, I know you guys ask for advice, so I guess maybe the main thing is be educated, be educated on why you're out there. So um, you know, these people got nothing to say as long as you educated, you know what you're talking about. These these racists out there, they, they can't say shit to you. Mm-hmm. You know all the people out there doing good work, man, doing the groundwork, uh, laying the foundation for the movement, man. It's, you know, it's just really, it comes down to love, man. You know, I can't sit back and watch another person get, get used, man, get... Mm-hmm. get get run over man by a car bro I'm not good I can't live with myself man especially if something happens to my brother one of y'all man like I always try to picture that too like what if that's my brother on the streets right there man with a mm-hmm. cop's knee on on their neck man it could easily happen to any of y'all man it, it could happen to anybody I think the more people realize how how uh how you could do everything right and still be murdered, man. It's it's scary. But you know, it takes the time, man. You got to be willing to die for something, man. And you know if if you know this is what it takes, man, then that's what's going to happen in a way. You know, it kind of brings me back to, like, Emmett Till, man. Like, you know, his mother had the, the, had the vision of having this guy, having her son's casket open, man, so the world could see what's happening to the black youth, bro. And, you know, she did that so other mothers don't have to experience what she what she been through, man, and you know that, cat, that that catapulted the um the movement, man. That you know that catapulted the civil rights movement, man. So it's it's terrible, man, that it had to come to that. Which the trip is just you know, things have gotten better for sure, but mm-hmm. a lot of like structures still are the same, the same structures that oppressed people back in the day they still are lingering around I think the community for, for sure appreciates you <coughs> being out right there on, man. Right on, man. appreciate you keeping trying to keep people safe mm-hmm. too yeah man you know I, I know it's not all about all about me man so no for sure man I know you're humble yeah, you know if I could play my part man and just do what I do from the sidelines man that's fine bro I'll take that any day you know so let's shift gears um you know i think i'll i just wrapping that up i think it's beautiful bro that you're out here in the front lines and like representing for us and just Mm -hmm. fucking uh i just know you like you're you're not the type of person to be like yo i'm out here doing this shit protesting Mm -hmm. like you just you're out here doing it Mm -hmm. so you know respect much respect for that 
Um, yeah, since high school, man, I've known sure. you to always be fought for the little guy, man. Yeah, but for justice, for just for yeah. justice, just for the equality. good. Yeah, yeah like since I since I know Marco, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, yeah, at least a lot, yo. That's what it's been, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just shifting gears to uh, over to music. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about what your first project was <laughs> that you ever dropped. Uh, what was it? Oh man, the first project, man. Uh, I think that was the search for self, bro. I think I might have dropped that maybe damn near th- two, three years ago, yo. Um, just a deep title, man. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess I was going through a lot at that time when I was making a lot of these beats, man. So. You know, I you know I got to learn some stuff about myself, man. Just it's definitely, you know, that guy through times where I was wanting to quit making the beats. It's like, oh man, it's just whack. But you know, you know, I stuck to it, man. And you know, I came up with some cool shit. I think that uh, allowed me to grow to, I guess, where I am today. I'm not saying like you know I reached like a pinnacle or anything with my beats or anything. But as long as the people, you know, my folks know that uh you know I put in the work and they see the improvement man you know that's you know I'm I'm cool with that man I don't I don't need to be front and center on no nothing bro like you know as long as they know that I'm putting in that work man that's all I can say man they yeah, respect, respect it yeah, yeah they respect what I'm doing and, you know that's cool enough for me bro respect definitely mm-hmm. definitely what do you think your biggest uh, obstacles or challenges were uh <laughs> I guess just uh, in the process of making, creating uh, music. I guess just really realizing that I can actually do it. I think that was kind of the main thing. Um, I guess I, I, you know, I, I have my moments where I get caught up in too much of something that someone else is doing and thinking I should be at that level already. Like, why am I not in? You know, uh, just trying to realize, man, that it takes time. And, you know, everybody's going to get where they need to go when the time's right, too, man. So, just got to stay patient, make sure I master my craft and all that. And then, you know, whatever comes with it, comes with it, man. Uh, So, then, let's talk about your... Your your album that you just Mm. released, man. Sounds from the city, man. Um, (laughs) We've been bumping that shit. Uh, yeah, just talk to us a little bit about the creation of it and, uh, you know, just how it all came to be. Man, uh, I never thought I'd see the release of that shit, man, to be honest. Uh, a a lot of those beats, man, were, like, kind of when I was first starting to understand, like, kind of the formula in a way. And there's just some beats I've been holding on for a long time, man, and... I never found the the avenue or I never thought they were really good enough to come out when I made it, I guess. But, uh, you know, it was just it was a struggle, man, making that shit. But at the same time, man, I think it, it represents the... I think it represents the city, man, in a, in a good light, bro. Because like, I could picture... Like, like, me personally, when I'm playing that and I'm hearing these beats, I just picture myself on, like, like on the 71, man, like, yeah. taking it from, taking it from the avenues to, to Hayden, you know, just going out there, going crate digging all that that's, shit. That's old school Frisco, and bro. And it's just like... The 71 bus line, ooh, they don't got that Yeah, no they don't even got that bus no more, man. But they got the 7X right now. Yeah. And, you know, that that was our line back in the day, that bro. That was, and, we ran that shit. You know, it's just, I guess maybe a little tribute to, you know, what what's missing right now, man. Yeah. You know, it's just a little something I could give to the city that we grew up in, man, you know. Yeah, man. You know, a lot of these kids don't really understand, understand what the city was before, man. And, you know, I'm sure the generation before is the same way about us, yeah, man. So yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing in a way, bro. Um, but 
you know, the natives, they're still out here, man. Yeah, they're man, still they're, out they're, here. They're holding it down, but yeah, uh, yeah. talk to us a little bit about how the city was then um, before, yeah. like when we when we kind of grew up in the city, in the abs. Oh, man. Um, I was just like, you could do anything, bro, in the city, man. Like, I remember we man, hit the zoo every free, on the free Wednesday, the first, the first Wednesday of the month or whatever. You know, get out of school, catch a little train to the to the zoo, man. Show my little school ID, and then we'd be in there for hella hours, man. Just running all over the zoo, bro. Just kids, man, and then you know we're hitting, you know, taking the seventy one all the way up to like Chinatown and all that, and she getting a stick bombs from these little (laughs) spots up there, bro, like. It's just man, the freedom, man, is yeah. being a kid in San Francisco before that. It was pretty free, man, oh, I would man. say. I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. I don't know. I feel like before like the techies came in, it was mm-hmm. a lot easier to get to get to where you need to get to. And it was yeah. a lot more community feel. Yeah. Like, people weren't looking at you. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's well, weird, sir. though, now. Mm-hmm. When people look at you like you don't belong in your city. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't let that happen. And those people didn't even come from the city. Exactly, bro. Exactly. But yeah, uh, what would you say is your favorite uh, song off of the album? Favorite song, man. I don't know. Some days it's. Some days it's. I could love remix, man, because I, I put in a lot of work with that one. Okay. That one, um, just seeing where it started to where it, be- where it became is just, you know, better than what I expected. So I, that one's probably, that one means a lot to me, man. And maybe that, uh, maybe that one joint struggle. Struggle, I think okay. that one. That was a good, that was a good one. <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what was yours, Jose? Well, I was gonna ask him what was one that um, that you were like, man. I don't know if I should keep this one. Oh man, yeah. funny story. Uh, uh, I think that one for me would be the Av. The Av. Um, that that one slaps, bro. Right on, man. Oh, it's man. just like I remember um, after Venom did the final master. I think we're like so close to being done. I just had to kind of finalize the track names. But I hit a Venom, bro, like, I was like, bro, I think we need to cut the app off the album, man. And then, uh, because, bro, like, to be honest, like, when he sent me the final version, the final master, like, my heart started racing. Like, bro, this is really going to happen, dude. Like, people are going to hear what I've been, what I've been posting about, you know? Yeah. And then, it, you know, it was like, damn Am I, is it really worth posting? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is, but then I was just, I got scared, man. Like, this is my reintroduction to the, the music scene a little bit. It's been a few years before I dropped something to, you know, so it was the Av, man. And luckily I listened to Venom and I asked, uh, you know, uh, Vo's advice too, and he was just like, man, keep it on there. Shouts out Venom, Vo. <laughs> Venom well, it was a good, man. that was some good advice, man. Right on, yeah. Some of the best advice. Uh, but yeah, what was yours? What was yours, Jose? I would say um, Clappers and Pretenders. Pretender, yeah, right. both of those, those are good. Two? I like I like Claudia because my oh, my kitten's name is Claudia. No way. So, uh, how how did you even come up with that name? I mean, oh, uh, um, I know people probably think it's like also female shit, but uh, that was actually just the name of the sample. You know, okay, <laughs> like okay. I couldn't really figure anything out. like Claudia. I could picture some like. Some like turmoil in like a relationship type mm. shit, like you know, okay. just to be kind of gives me that vibe, like like some, some fighting shit, <laughs> you know, fighting with your lady or whatever, okay, like that's that. Sick. And you know, it's funny you said pretenders, man. Pretenders is like one of the. I think I made that twenty fifteen, bro. Oh, like that was one of the first tracks I sampled, what? and it turned into that, and then I was like, I always kept that, and I was like, oh, I gotta use this for something, man. And you know, it turned out to be the intro of the first yeah. track to the album. Man. Yeah. So that's crazy. So, did you expect the track that's number one that's being listened to to be 
Can you expect that one? Nah, man. Like, uh, it's funny. The most played track is the Av on the album. And, you know, I get the most uh, love, I guess, for that one. You know, even uh, even my homeboy Crypto. Shout out to Crypto, man. Bay Legend. Yeah, shout but, out. Uh, you know, he told me that's his favorite one off the album, too. So, I was like, oh, man, I appreciate that. You know, I just imagined if I would have cut it, what a mistake that would have been. So, you know, I... I'm lucky that I got good advice. That's crazy how it works out, man. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. you, ha- you get shit. others' input and then ends up being like sick as <laughs> shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, trust in, you know, the people that, yeah. you know. That's true. We'll give you love when we, for sure, if it's like mm-hmm. some good ass shit. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Trust in yourself, too, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're talented, <laughs> bro. Like, right on, man. Definitely. But I, I guess it's all part of producing i guess mm-hmm. you know it's so easy to second guess yourself but um do you ever get like producer's block like writer's block oh for most producers? definitely man uh, how do you usually deal with that man um i think i usually get it when when i'm in the studio like hella days back to back to back to back because oh. i'm like when i'm start a track you know, I don't finish it that same day. Yeah. So I'm always going back into it. So mm-hmm. when I'm going back into it every day, it kind of, I guess, takes a toll, man. Like, if, if I'm, especially if I'm not making it how I feel like it could come out to be. Or shit just not sounding right to me. So I got to take a step back, man. I got to go a few days and not, not listen to it. And I just step away, man. Like. I think that's really the <laughs> the best thing I could do, man. Just step away, give it a few days, and and maybe I don't know something that I'm going through triggers me to make something go in another direction. So I guess that's kind of what I do. Yeah, man. I think that's a good point though, because in like the last podcast, Venom was talking about like not burning yourself out, but mm-hmm. like getting to a point where you're making songs or like just like spitting and using your voice mm-hmm. for consecutive days mm-hmm. and then you kind of like yeah it kind of gets to a point where you need to like okay. take it easy so that you have the tone mm-hmm. in your voice true, you still true. have that tone mm-hmm. you know you retain it um but yeah with that being said um if you could pass like a nugget of wisdom to like an up and coming like mm-hmm. producer or uh, you know, young, young Marco. <laughs> okay, young okay. Dad, brother. For a yeah, soul that's old school, first man. Name, man. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's he said this. He said, "Okay, who's pace?" He's like, "Who's pace one?" Mm. I know. I only know him as Pacer one. Ooh, the Pacer one days. But yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. For so first time, you said advice for yeah, young, so. young kid. Um, I guess maybe just. Try to make it, try not to get caught up into what other people are doing, because um, it's so easy, man, to you know see your circle making certain moves and like like shit. Maybe I need to make stuff more the way they make it, or you know. So yeah, I think just trust your you know trust what you know, man, and just execute as best as you can, bro. Um, I guess that's really all I. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of the most important thing uh, that I could pass down to somebody. That's definitely really good advice. Right on, man. Right on. Any plans for, like, any more releases this upcoming year? Oh, yeah. Like, um, let the people know what you're working on. Yeah, I'm working on an like, EP right now. Okay. Um, you know, it could always change if I feel like I got enough tracks and okay. they flow together. But uh, I got a couple couple tracks done, and um, you know, I, uh, Venom got to hear a couple. So I think you you guys heard a couple too. You got a title for it? Weeks. Uh, the EP, uh, not finalized. Not yet. Okay. Not finalized. Let's not, let's not give it all away, but you know, let's, you know. <laughs> yeah, not finalized. You like yet. to keep them entertained here on on the podcast. But I kind of got an idea of which way it's gonna go. Okay. Um, I'm hoping by the end of the year, bro, I could get something out. Okay something out again because you know it's been too long I don't want to go with another couple years without releasing something 
don't hold out too, you know, too for too long, man. Yeah, yeah, like, most definitely. They're trying to be more consistent with it. Sure, for sure. All right, so let's segue <clears throat> into our rapid fire questions we got for Marco. Cheers. Um, go ahead and start off with the first. Break it. So, uh, who is your favorite trumpet player? Favorite trumpet player, man. Oh. Miles Davis. Yeah. Miles Davis. Rest in peace, man. Yes, sir. Legend. For sure. Yeah. Two teams you got in the finals. Two teams in the finals, man. Uh, if we're being realistic, I could see Lakers and Lakers and maybe Milwaukee, man. But if it's going off favorites, man, I'll probably take the the Heat out of the East. And the West, man, I could see. Uh, possibly Portland. I think Portland could do that. Portland? Okay. Yeah. The Blazers? Yeah. And, uh, okay. Uh, give us your top three ballers. Top three ballers, man. Um, top three, I'll probably go MJ. MJ, um, Steph. MJ, Steph, and Kobe. MJ, Steph, and Kobe. Yeah, three choices. That's right, on, right on. Favorite three hip-hop albums of all time? Oh, man. All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me. Um, Chronic. And let me see the third one, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe Reasonable Doubt, bro. Might be there. Pop. Third. Dre and Jay-Z, okay. Uh, Favorite producers? Favorite producers, Top three. man. Primo, Dilla, ninth. Yeah. Favorite neighborhood in SF? Favorite neighborhood, man. I don't know, man. I got to say the sunset, bro. The sunset, man. Sunset for sure. Yeah. All right. Your top uh, Filipino and uh, Nicoya cuisine. Oh man, that's tough, man. Uh, Filipino spots. No, just like a food. Oh, yeah. Okay, Filipino food, bro. Probably some kare kare, man. Some yeah, Filipino that's shit. Just good. Um, can't go go wrong with some lumpias, bro. And a Nicoya dish, probably some gallo pinto. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give us your. Top three Bay Le- Bay Area legends. Shit, man. Bay legends. I say Pac's a Bay legend, man. To okay. me, yeah, he's ours, bro. I say Pac. Yeah. Shit. With the digital underground. Yeah, man. He definitely put a stamp out here. Man, probably Pac, short, and 40, bro. 40, definitely. Yeah. The 40's underrated, bro. Yeah. Like, but I, I just like... bro. Yeah. I just like the route he took. Yeah. You know? Um... If you could produce a song for any artist, who would it be? Dead or Alive or... Dead or Alive, yeah, you could alive. collaborate with. Just like a song. Oh, man, the Jacka, dude. Jacka? Man. The Jacka, Ooh. man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. R&B. Mm-hmm. Uh, what new artists are you listening to nowadays? <laughs> new artists, man. Oh, man. Oh... Uh, Artists, shit. I think I got a new artist right now. There's one good, one good one. You were, you were, you were giving us some good ones earlier. We were talking about it. Ah oh, man. Oh, uh, fuck, man. Uh, I guess that was that YBN Corday or something like okay, that. You, know, you got some, you got some stuff, bro. Um, what's your favorite are you any other instruments you play uh, nah man just, uh, just trumpet but uh, I, I'd want to learn sax I think the sax saxophone would be the next thing I'd try to learn for sure yeah. uh, describe yourself in three words oh man uh, I think loyal um, hard-headed. Um, the other one would be... Damn, bro. Uh, 
I guess kind of reserved man in a way. Reserved, okay. I can say. see that. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, favorite community activist. Favorite community activist. Oh man. Uh, shit, man. Probably Angela Davis, man. I'd probably go with her, bro. I try to read up on a lot of her stuff, so. She has some dope ass books. Yeah, man. I got one more left. Okay. So, uh, go ahead. Life motto or words to live by? Life motto, words to live by. Uh, I guess something I try to remember, man, it don't cost nothing to be nice, bro. I guess uh, to elaborate more on that, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's so easy, bro, just to show somebody some respect and all that. It's like, that's so basic, man. For sure. Then I guess, uh, yeah, I guess we just want to thank you for Appreciate you. coming on to our show. And we're oh, just, bro. we'll give you the floor to uh, say what you need to say and just let the people know how they can contact you. Um, okay. Whatever platforms. Um, damn, right on that. Um, I want to thank y'all again, man, for having me on there, man. Allow me to get a lot of things off my chest, man. And uh, I definitely thank y'all for that, man. And um, you thank know, you if y'all trying, appreciate y'all. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, you know, if y'all trying to hear the album, man, you could definitely uh, check that out on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, and you know, other streaming platforms, man. So I appreciate y'all giving that listen. And bumping that shit. Um, shit's fired, by the way. Appreciate it, Bro, yo. we're proud of you, bro. You, you see that it, shit, yo. bro? It's just thousand, thousand plus <laughs> views, bro. Appreciate it, yo. Yeah. Right on, I man. Mean, it came a long way, bro. It's you not even a surprise. So. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, I got a lot of support, man, from from people. You know, maybe something I shouldn't have, but, you know, I'll take it, man. You know, people really rocked with me with this, so, you know, I'm glad how it turned out. And, um, yeah, if y'all trying to follow me or whatever, Pace One Music, that's the music page. My personal shit, PSR1991, man, on Instagram. Um, you know, I just want to say, you know, I hope y'all get involved, man, and really learn what's going on and, you know, realize that our power together, man, we could really make some beautiful things happen. Man, uh, realize, you know, we got to realize that it's not going to happen in our lifetime, man. But it's for the future, man. And, uh, you know, if we got to lay the found, lay the groundwork down for the new generation, man, then that's what's going to be. And, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. Beautiful, bro. Right uh, on, man. All right, I guess that's it, man. Season one, episode two, <laughs> Avant Garde po- Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, that's Rex. Eight. Eight. Two. Eight.